Hey guys, I'm Bert with Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. We have six dabs and six questions. So sit back, light your torches, as we sit down and interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. What up everybody? You're with Tizzy Teach and you're with Dabbing with Artists and uh, check it out. Oh yeah, and follow the link below. <laughs> For today's series of dabs, we will begin our smoke session with a Tangi OG, a Viper OG, and a Gamma Ray, and we will round out the session with an Ethos Cookies, a Maui Wowie, and a Grape Derps. Alright, thank you for joining us today on Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by Tizzy Teach. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for making the drive up from Tacoma. Um, that's, my, uh, that's my hometown as well, so I mean, I, uh, I always love it when I get Tacoma. Uh, folk up here. Okay. Um, all right, man. So uh, are we ready to get right into it? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Uh, all right. This is exciting. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I'm glad. All right. So let's see here. The first uh, oil we've got today is uh, some Triangle Mints. So they, they've transcended flavor. Now they're getting into geometry. <laughs> oh, man. Whew, that smells nummy. Tangi OG is a perfectly balanced hybrid with a full-bodied terpene profile of citrusy lemon and pine, and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker energized and creative. We found a gram of this live rosin at a shop on Evergreen Way in Everett. Hell yeah, going brave right off the bat. <laughs> Wow, that's smooth. It is smooth. I love that email. So uh, the first thing we like to ask everybody that comes in is um, what role does cannabis play in your creative process or your sound? Oh, man, I would say uh, for me, I use it to 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 more so fit into that vibe. So mm -hmm. like when I create music, man, I've got like a studio set up in my room. I've got like the cool little lights that change colors and everything. And yeah. so um, my best work, I always feel like I make at nighttime when I can really utilize all of that, um, the different surroundings to inspire me. And with weed, man, I feel like uh, because I do kind of live my life on a go mode style of basis, mm -hmm. um, like I like I, I still work, I do still work a job type deal. And uh, sure. um, but uh, with the direction everything is going, it's all for the business approach and, and investing, you know what I mean? And so uh, it helps slow me down to be in the moment, to be Excellent. right here, you know, to be present and then be able to, to fully focus on the task that I have at hand. And uh, do you have, uh, and you know, preferences towards Indica, Sativa's? Uh... Um, I would say, I would say it's always been Indica. I've always loved Indica, um, yes. but I, I just, I would say just as this past like month, I've been trying to do just kind of like a personal experiment, ex experiment with myself, mm -hmm. and just I've been going with hybrids right now because I, I feel like sativas they do kind of get me all uh, anxious-ish feeling, mm -hmm. and I used to think people would like just not find the right strain when they would say that to me, um, but me smoking indicas for so long, I feel like when I smoke sativas it does kind of get me in like a ooh like too much energy. So I'm experiencing with my body the hybrid feel on how that will affect my my music or my creativity. So I've been find that fine line. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Where I don't have to actually be too too stoned, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. But like just in that that creative perfect space. So uh, for our second here we have a Viper OG. 
Viper City OG is an indica-dominant strain with an uncharacteristic tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked in a haze, and has a rich terpene profile of diesel and citrus. We scored a gram of this sauce at a shop on Capitol Hill. Did they clog a little bit there? A little bit, but it's okay. Okay. Oh, like you still yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, the second thing we like to ask everyone here is, uh, how has living in Washington uh, influenced your sound? Oh, man. Whew. I would say Washington has influenced my sound by, like, going back to, to even, like, the vibe I was talking about with the last question. Because mm -hmm. even though it's not always sunny, and that's what we... That's what we want, you know, we always want to be like warm or whatever, not so rainy. But I do feel like with the clouds, the mountain, the trees, we do get a certain different, um, I feel like energy than like even being in California. You know, like when I was out there, I, I mean, it's all the, the smog that's out there and everything. Sure, we're getting it now, um, but uh, it's just being able to experience nature like that. And like, I feel like it, it feels very homey. Is the, mm -hmm. is the best way to describe it. And mm -hmm. so, like, as many times as I've even left Washington, like, I know I'm from here, so I'm, I'm sure people feel like this with any of their hometowns, but, like, this just, it just feels like home, man. And when I'm here and, like, I'm creating music and, like, in, like, a, a creative space, I allow all that to help influence even that direction of how a song could even go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's all about a vibe. Hell yeah. Vibe, dude. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so did you grow up in Tacoma? Uh, um, I'm from Tacoma. Yeah, I was born in Tacoma. Um, I've done a lot of moving around, though. I've lived in, like, uh, California, uh, South Carolina, and then, like, just all around in that. Like, just to put it into perspective, um, my first, like, full school year out of school was, like, I want to say in, like, sixth grade, just because we've done so much moving around as, as right. I was younger. That's crazy, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I've met a lot of people. <laughs> well, so has moving around uh, and all that has that affected uh, the way you uh, put together music as well? I think so because I feel like when you when you move around and you meet so many people, you get a good slew of like different personality traits and things like that. Things Definitely. things that mesh well with you. So I feel like that's that's kind of like a leg up in like even understanding who I am as a person because then like the people that I surround myself with, I feel like describe who I am at some point, you know, mm -hmm. and so. With that, like just being able to meet so many different types of people. And, and something I'll even say too is from all the moving around I have done in my life, I'll say there's like you can definitely, with some personality traits, you can find similar characteristics. So it could be not even necessarily physically someone may look like someone, but you like, that person reminds me a lot of this person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because there's like only so many personalities in the world, you know? So it's kind of <laughs> cool when you see like, Things like that happen, you know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving along here, we uh, have, we're going into a hybrid now. Uh, we have the Gamma Ray. Gamma Ray is an indica dominant hybrid that comes on in waves of physical relaxation and euphoria and is known for its unique taste of sour apple and spice. We picked up a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on Center Street in Tacoma.
feel like that was the one that took me there. I already. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> almost the third or fourth one. Oh, here we go, dude. <laughs> All right. So, um, you have an impressive uh, range in your sound uh, with elements of like '90s R&B and uh, modern hip hop. Um, who have been some of your biggest influences? Oh man. And see, influence, I think that's a, I love that, but it's like a crazy one at the same time. Like, I'll start off saying my dad, uh, the only Vox, man, he's an artist as well. Right now he lives in Arizona. Um, there was a story he told me that uh, when I was a baby, I was maybe uh, just, what he said, a, a couple, few months old or something like that, something ridiculous. And he brought me to the studio um, just to give my mom a break. And... Uh, his friend, when he, when he showed up to the studio, his friends were like, there's no way you think any work is going to get done with a, with a newborn baby here. And he said they got to work. And he said, I literally sat in my chair and just watched. Man. <laughs> and so it's like, I feel like from the very moment I was a baby, like I was allowing things like that to influence me. You know what I mean? And like, for sure. I feel like I'm in a. I feel like I'm in a consistent state of always feeling feeling like a student to the craft because I feel like I, I can always learn more that way instead of you know just like feeling like I've oh I've learned it oh I'm good you know, and I feel like even starting then. So I would have to say my dad because like so early on like my whole life has been around music. But outside of that, I would say I've taken I've taken a growth and I'm I would say I'm stuck into a '90s grunge era like okay. I love Nirvana. Um, I love bands like Incubus, Smashing Pumpkins, Chevelle. Um, I got started on a band, a band uh, called The Used and Slipknot at the time. I love, love, love Slipknot, man. Yep. And like, there's so much like, and and I feel like all of even that influences me because it's different things that I can take back that I think sound good and apply that to my artistry, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where you get like the different sounds and things with my different music. Because uh, another thing that I feel is like, I don't necessarily want to be an artist that's boxed into a specific sound. Yeah, like, absolutely. Cause like I was saying, I, I still want to be a student. And so I'm going to play with new ways to, to do things vocally or like to make something sound good, you know? And so all of it will come with a different sound, but at the same time, um, I feel like it reaches different demographics and that's what I feel like has been something in my favor that has been playing out through my career. Oh yeah. But, uh, I love rock music, man. And of course I love hip hop too. Don't get me wrong. Like I love J Cole, Kendrick, um, Jay Dilla, um, as a producer, man, like, uh, it's, it's just, there's so much influence around me that it's hard to pinpoint at what point, which was like more impactful i guess and i always appreciate when people can let multi multi genres like affect their you know their everything you know i mean like i feel like it opens their mind you know mm -hmm. i got made fun of in school and i'll just i'll say like i don't know if you have to cut this out but i was called white boy in school and i mean made fun of because i listened to rock but like i even then at the time i was like why why box yourself into one thing and just live in that like right i had so many different style of friends even growing up because i was open-minded and i feel like music is something that introduced me to becoming more open-minded absolutely so man yes it's i'm influenced by a lot of just everything man <laughs> okay so moving on here to number four we we got the halfway point how you feeling so far I'm feeling pretty high, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 
I mean, <laughs> could you be higher? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> all, always. All right, so we're going to go on with some Ethos Cookies. Ethos Cookies is a hybrid with a pungent aroma of sweet baked goods and pine and is known for its relaxing but not sedating effects that leave the smoker in a haze for hours. We found a gram of this live rosin at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood. collaborations um what would be some of your uh, dream collaborations and why oh man coming back to the rock music man oh, it was yeah. something like incubus style or something like that or man even something hard like chevelle i want to get travis barker on something that would, be, <laughs> that would man, be cool you know man just to see where even the sound could go man um but uh i see i feel like with uh any different artist, I feel like there's something that I that can be taken from that type deal in a sense that can be learned from. So I, I always do love collaborating. I've never been one and I understand the business aspect of things of like charging as an artist or you know what I mean? Like grow your brand, your business, do that. But for me, I feel like if I if I enjoy something, then like I'm totally willing to work on something with that guy. And that's that's generally how all of my collaborations have even ever came about, is just like just either being in the studio and like we find that vibe or or just like I like the guy's music and I'm like yo let's come together on some stuff or he oh, reaches yeah. out and, and it just kind of happens man fuck yeah uh, what have been some of your favorite collaborations so far like uh, and, and like what made that fun like oh man um, I'll say I did do a, a collab project with my dad called like father like son and oh, cool. I gotta stand by that one man like <laughs> I, I love it so much just to be able to to work on the, the music that I did with my dad and even with some of the songs um, on that project I actually recorded in California because at the time that's where I was staying but so even for us having that distance between each other and still making something happen you know what I mean like man I, I love it I love it. And I'm, I'm excited for, for what he and I are going to be putting out next. So we've been we've been still working on some new music together. That's really so. cool that you get to work with your dad. I know. Like, and he's wrong with the awesome. beats, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is cool, bro. I, I love it. And he's and, and with, even with that, like he's always, excuse me, he's always there for like, obviously I'm like a father and son basis. Mm. But like if I, he knows his technical stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like he had worked for Microsoft before. And so he's, he's pretty tech savvy. So no matter what, I could be having any kind of like technical issue and I could be out dad, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, what you gotta do is, so it, it's cool, man, having like someone like that in my corner, you know? So moving along here, we have uh, an oldie but a goodie. Uh, we got some Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie! Maui Wowie is a classic sativa dominant strain with hints of earthiness, pineapple, and lemon and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker chatty and creative. We scored a gram of the sugar wax at a shop on 88th Avenue in Bellingham. There we go. It took a second. (laughs) So, um... You like to change your flow a lot between songs. Um, 
Do you have any breathing techniques you can recommend for an artist struggling to change their flow up without like gasping effects, stuff like that? I would say uh, um, just learn, I guess, learn where like the bar ends. And realistically, man, lately, uh, I haven't really been writing the music. Mm -hmm. I, I, not at all, actually. And I, what I'll do is I punch myself in. And then from that, I feel like I kind of hear where something will go. And then I feel like that's helped me out too, in a sense, because like I'm actually doing things more so in the moment and it's very fluent and very um, uh, like right here, right now, as opposed to and I, writing down. And I definitely do not knock one or the other because I'm an artist that, that I actually do both. So like it just really depends on uh, uh, where the song is going or how it's sounding. For instance, I, I did a song uh, with an artist named Bacardi Slim. Shout out to that guy because he's a super art, good artist. And uh, we did a song called Chuck Taylor Millionaire uh, that'll be coming out pretty soon. Um, but like, for instance, I was writing to, to get my verse done for that. But then like the night before I did a, a verse for him on a, on a separate song and that one, like I didn't, I didn't write at all. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, see now that here goes where I'm high because I don't even, I forgot what you asked and try to make it come back full circle <laughs> <laughs> like breathing techniques okay yeah. yeah so for breathing techniques um i kind of i'll hear something in my head and i'll when it comes to the writing aspect i'll write it down it's and i'll space things out as i'm writing to say, signal that it's a, a breathing or a stop or something like that well, that's where you catch your breath or yeah like okay and so i'll space it at a certain point um, just so I see it, and I'll see it coming up. And like, okay, there's a break in the lyrics right there. Let me. Okay. So okay. Then, uh, that that's something I use. Other than that, I feel like things just kind of become what what they are. You know. Mm -hmm. And just yeah, practice as well, right? For sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the more you do it, yeah, you got to dive into swim. So it's like, yeah, the more you do it, you'll you'll learn things as you go. Things that that work for your artistry and like. Where, where those pauses and breaks can be made where it makes sense. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it's all about, you know, just even trying and being, just putting that effort to, to just be willing to create. Your first song may not be the greatest song in the world, but it started somewhere, you know? Absolutely. So, uh, for our last one here, um, we've got some Grape Derps. <laughs> grape Derps is a sativa-dominant hybrid that is known for its cerebral high and tendency to leave the smoker chatty and social. We scored a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on 156th Avenue in Marysville. Your song, uh, I'm Not Against You, I Love You, uh, is about the protests, right? Um, last, well, the protests last year, sorry, I should be more specific. Um, what can you tell us about the song and, um, and its message and what's the intended audience? I would say uh, for that song, the message was really to, to, to explain that like things are happening to a culture of people and from where I take it, it's like more from a, a place of trying to have people understand it. Um, just to put it into perspective, 
Um, I was there for the first Seattle one, and I was—I literally only went just to experience it and just observe and watch. Mm-hmm. Not that I was like actively doing crazy shit, but I did see it. And like from, and I—I I will say, like when I first got there, I did see a lot of um, uh, non-minorities there. And from the first surface level, it was like, wow, that's really dope. Like we have a lot of support. And then it kind of turned into something where it's actually not their battle to fight. And so whatever they do at at these gatherings, it's going to reflect on my people, myself, you know what I mean? And so with that, I feel like a lot of people are stuck in a way of either being one side or against or one or the other side type deal. But I feel like that's where empathy has to come in. We have to understand that like in every group, every race of different people, you're going to find good people, bad people, down people on their luck, people that have became fortunate uh, out of the blue, hit lotteries, so to speak. And so it's like, I think once we separate it from it being black or white or whatever, and we come together on what the actual problem is, and that's where the song came from. I feel like, um, I feel like there wasn't much understanding um, from the man in the office at the time. Um, and I, I I do have my reasons. I don't want to make this all political or anything like that. Um, but um, it, it, it I wanted to create a song that projected a message of trying to be at least a, somebody to show that there's somebody out there that does have a different perspective on it than just black or white. And it's like, uh, for myself, there's so many different... Um, uh, things that come into play and for instance like it not being a battle for like uh, non-minorities so if they break things and stuff I've had people tell me that Black Lives Matter are destroying black black businesses it's like Wikipedia doesn't lie or something I don't know but like a lot of it just there's a lot of gray area out there you know what I mean and I feel like providing a different approach outside of the norm I feel like could help people you know, I, I, I bring to it with an open mind, you know, and so it's like, I'm not against you. I, I love you because it's really not me against you. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not. And so I feel like once we figure that out and figure out that there's good people in wherever you go, there's bad people wherever you go and everything in between. I feel like that's going to help people grow, you know? Absolutely. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye.